All right, what's up, people? It's Brianna Bassell from the Affluent in Black podcast. We have a special guest here today. Uh, he's going to tell you a little bit about his career uh, and landing acting roles and TV shows, Chicago yeah. Fire, yeah. Uh, co- yeah. commercials, and a lot of the other work that he's been doing and he's going to do in the future. So, you know, Lawrence, what's up, man? Hey, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me out. Let's have some fun and uh, just ask, ask away. Ask away. I got plenty of plenty of answers. Let's get it. I yeah, bet. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> so tell everybody about yourself. Like, where are you from? Uh, Born and raised in Joliet, uh, Illinois. Just, uh, you know, uh, went to, you know, Joliet Central, graduated there. Uh, Been married for about 27 years. Yeah, so I got married early. Yeah, a blessing, right? Uh, Shout out to you, baby. How you doing, Toinette? (laughs) I got to throw that in there. But, uh, no, it's married for a long time, enjoying life, and just uh, living day to day. So, Three uh, beautiful uh, kids, uh, girls. Uh, so yeah, I- I'm just loving life. Yep. Wow, you need to give advice to like our generation. <laughs> Stay married, <laughs> you know, get get married, Jesus. Well, you have your ups and downs, that's for sure. But it's it's marriage is what you make of it. You know what I mean? So. Uh, you either gonna walk away or you're gonna give it, you know, stay, stick it in, stick out, you know. So. For sure, for sure. Definitely. So, how did you get into acting? Was this something you had interest in when you were younger? You know. Well, I always knew I wanted to be an entertainer when I was younger, but I didn't know at what capacity. I did do some some modeling in high school, but I was like, oh, I like being in front of a crowd, right? Really? That's when I was in shape, man. You know, I had the six pack, the high top fade, the kid and play thing. You know, back in the day. But uh, no, I, I love being in front of a, a crowd. Love the the to entertain stuff like that. But I just didn't. I couldn't find my niche. But when I got older, uh, you know, that's when I found out. Hey. You know, I'm good at acting. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I basically started off, uh, and if I'm talking too much, shut me up, but uh, I started off doing background work and, uh, you know, took some acting classes. One thing led to another, ended up getting an agent. Once I got an agent, that changed my life and then uh, did auditions and stuff like that and started booking some shows. So that's kind of what happened from that point. Okay. You, yeah. s- you say you started doing background work. Yeah. What so uh, I, I wanted to get a feel of what it was like to be on set. And okay. so uh, I didn't have a, a mentor, so to speak, to show me the steps of what to do and how to do it. So I basically, you know, start doing background work. And so you're extra or whatnot. So you get on set, you know, you're that guy in the corner or you're this guy over here. And you just kind of, you know, learn what to do on set and what not to do on set. And mm-hmm. so I like being on set and I like being around other actors and other, you know, celebrities and things of that nature. So I said, hey, let me take some acting classes. I want to take this to the next level. So that's what I did. Once I took those acting classes, it changed my life. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. How, 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 how did you go about finding acting classes? What, is there a specific organization you went through? Just so someone's watching, they can say, okay. Well. You know, there's certain schools and people well, that are good at, you know. Yeah, you can look online, but it was just like networking. So, okay. uh, uh, you know, I was uh, working uh, with Richard Gallion. He uh, had an acting class. Uh, I took his acting class, uh, took a, a, a film class with my business partner, William Adams, on, you know, mm. how to look at the camera, what not to do, stuff like that. Uh, it's just a bunch of classes out there that you can, you know, look in online and find out about. So, and I would always say, try to find a mentor that can guide you in the right direction. You know, I didn't have that at first. I had to kind of learn on my own 
and make the mistakes and kind of, you know, the do's and the don'ts, what not to do and all that good stuff. So I had to learn on my own for the most part. But I would say find a mentor and find and look online for those classes, acting classes. Okay. Having a mentor can definitely cut that learning curve. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Trust me. (laughs) Oh, no, I understand. I mean, my mentors would tell me stories about how how they just fell on their face, (laughs) right? And they stopped me from doing uh, the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, So... About how long do you think it took for, for, uh, for you to go from, okay, I'm just taking classes, learning, mm-hmm. and but now I'm confident and I, I, I got a lot of things down packed, right? Uh, you know what? I don't think you ever get to the point to where you got it down pat. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always continuous improvement. It's always uh, studying your crafts, uh, perfecting your craft. So uh, you never want to think that you made it. Uh, mm-hmm. Denzel Washington, he still takes acting classes right now. He mm-hmm. doesn't have to. He's Denzel Washington. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, Will Smith, same way. He takes acting classes. All these major actors and actresses still uh, work on their craft. So, okay. uh, you know, with me, you know, I started off doing local plays uh, in my in my church. Um, you know, shout out to One Vision Worship Center. <laughs> but uh, I started off doing local plays in my church. And then uh, one thing led to another and I decided, hey, this is for me, like we talked about earlier. And uh, I think if you just hone your craft, uh, you perfect your craft, stay humble, you mm-hmm. won't, you'll never get to that point to where you're like, oh, I'm this guy or I'm that guy. I made it. Mm-hmm. I've arrived. Because, I mean, if you truly respect this craft, you truly respect working in the acting industry or any, any entertainment industry, you will work on your craft and hone it to the best of your ability. Yeah. yeah, being being humble is key, right? Sure, you know. Uh, but I feel like you do have to have a certain level of confidence. Yeah, yeah, and you know, to actually perform well, you know. Yeah, and I mean, and that takes a while for some people to get to that point. Yeah, and <laughs> I, you know, and I'm still working on it. I mean, believe me, I'm confident in what I do. Yeah, I, I feel good about what I do. If if I know the material, I'm comfortable. I'm great. Uh, but sometimes you get those 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 scripts, or you get those. Uh, uh, lines where you're like, man, how am I supposed to say this? If you don't have an acting coach or if you don't have anybody to kind of push you in the right direction, mm-hmm. how am I supposed to make this character come across? How am I supposed to build this character up? So you have to do some research, you know, and stuff like that. So uh, the confidence, I think, is there. It's just 100%. being it's just being confident with the material that you receive, you know. So myself, I'm confident all day long. You know yeah. what I mean? You can't tell can me tell. nothing. I'm Lawrence C. Johnson Jr. I'm gonna put it out there. Can we talk okay. with family? Okay. Can we just okay. be honest? Okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna put it out it, there. We're gonna have some fun. But uh I just think acting uh is always a day to day thing. You're always honing your craft, you're always perfecting it, you're always getting better day to day. And uh and you could be a humble assassin. You know, so mm. I was told that you can't be a humble, humble assassin. assassin. Yeah, so you can be a humble assassin. Like I'm humble, but I'm hungry. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to go after everything I possibly can get. I want to do everything I possibly can. Uh, I get told no a thousand times, but that one yes makes up for all those thousand no's. You mm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's one piece of advice I would give to, like, uh, the new generation or the younger generation that are that want to get into acting. Don't get discouraged when you get a no. Because you're going to get a thousand those before you get that one yes. Yeah, I bet. Oh, my God. So uh, I auditioned. We, can we talk a little bit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so let me sure. talk. So uh, when I first started out, you know, I had, first got an agent. I was auditioning like crazy, doing everything, doing the best I could. And so I'm, I'm like, I killed that audition. And so when I get, you know, told no or I don't get a response back, like I booked a role, 
I'm like, man, what is going on? I'm, I'm killing these auditions. I'm getting help with auditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. And then uh, somebody uh, told me in the industry, hey, look, don't take it personal. You know, it may be you killed the audition, but you may not have matched up with the co-star or the star of the, of the TV show or the movie. You may be too tall. You may be too short. You may be too fat. You know, you just don't gel. You had a great audition, but there's so many variables that go on behind the scenes that we don't know about that, you know, we take for granted. You know, so once I knew that, uh, that helped me, uh, it helped me going forward. You know what I mean? Because I wasn't so judgmental of myself. Like, oh, my God, I, I'm terrible. I must not be you know, good at this acting because nobody's calling me. Nobody's looking for me. Nobody's, you know. We're our toughest critic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. your toughest. You know, I'm our toughest critic, obviously. But mm-hmm. if nobody's calling you back, you think, man, well, maybe this is not for me. And you start second guessing yourself. Mm-hmm. But then you get booked for a role. And then you're like, OK, well, maybe maybe this is for me. You know what I mean? So for the most part. Yeah, definitely. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. So would you say it's hard to build uh, momentum? Like you said, that's the advice you would give the younger generation is to mm-hmm. you, be, you be told no a thousand times and you get one yes. And yeah. I feel like just being around people my age group, right? Yeah. They get told no and their confidence level just drops. Oh, sure. Drastically. You sure. know, so would you say it's hard to build momentum in this industry? Uh, or, you know, everybody's different. You know, sure. so I wouldn't say it's hard to build momentum. Uh, like for me, my mindset is different from anybody else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, if I get told no, that just means it's delayed. You know what I mean? So, but everybody doesn't have that mindset. And I, I want to say is, you know, people's personality are coming to play too. So with my personality, I'm a go-getter. I, you know, if you tell me no, I can't have something, I'm going to figure out a way to get it. Mm-hmm. But some of these uh, people, they just get told no. And like you said, the, the confidence level is there, low self-esteem, whatever the case may be, and they quit and give up. And so I would always say never give up on your dreams. Never mm-hmm. stop pursuing the gift that God has given you because he's given it to you for a reason. And and that was my thing. And I had to realize that. And once I realized that, I was like, this is what it's about. You know what I mean? And you always want to help people. You mm-hmm. always want to try to find somebody you can mentor. Uh, I'm actually mentoring a, a young man. He's... Uh, he's a script writer. He, he's, he's a writer. He, he's got a, a short film called The Caretaker. Okay. So we're going to help him push that film out. Chris, shout out to you if you're watching. But we're going to help him put that film out. We're going to help him hire actors. We're going to help him, uh, you know, build a scene, shot angles, all that. Me and my business partner. So we're going to make it work. Nice. Uh, but that's what it's about, helping people. And the more you help people, the more it comes back to you. You know 100%. what I mean? Yeah, 100%. You, you, can, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You build on that, so. Sure. Okay. Don't know. Uh, your business partner, you speak about him a lot. Can you tell us a little bit about him? And like, what yeah, his roles? so uh, I actually met him when I first started as an uh, extra on one of his uh, films. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, his name is Will Adams. Uh, so uh, I met him. Uh, we hit it off, and uh, we kind of just started working together. Uh, so with him, he's more on the technical side, behind the scenes, camera, mm-hmm. you know, camera work, stuff like that. And I'm more of like the face, you know, I do the casting for all the films. I do, uh, the interview stuff like that. So, uh, and I may have an idea, he'll write it down and put it on paper. Okay. So we work well together in that way. So that's kind of how we build on that and, and grow. Yeah. Nice. So the yeah, I, yeah, the teamwork. Yeah. I think you met him that day. Yeah. He, he was there. Yeah. Yeah. You the met festival. him yeah, at the festival. So you met him, but 
Yeah, so we work well together and uh, no no complaints. So definitely. Nice. Yeah. Love to see it. So can you talk a little bit about um, your preparation when it comes to getting ready for a role? Right? <sighs> yeah, yeah. I, I tell you what. Uh, <laughs> Process. You know, you got your good guys, you got your bad guys, you got all different types of characters. But mm-hmm. what I do uh, to prepare for a role, I, I pull off other people, like real life people. Uh, you know, I might see the way this guy walks and pull off his mannerisms. Like he's walking like that. And I'll put that in the back of my head and I'll, I'll store it. And, uh, you know, and then I'll watch films of other, you know, whether it's a doctor role or whether it's a bad guy role, I'll watch different films and kind of get different kind of personas of how to play that character. And I store that in the back of my head too. So when that character does come up or arise, mm-hmm. I know where to pull from. And, uh, and I use my real life situations to draw off as well, because, you know, if I got to cry, I can cry at the drop of a dime because I could think about stuff in my head that's, that I have stored that's happened to me that just makes me boom, cry. Or, you know, if I want to be funny, I can do that. I mean, it's just, uh, and I want to say improv, take some improv classes too, because that's, that's key. Mm-hmm. You know, if you could do improv on the, on the spot and you can adjust and, and, and make that character better or, or, or worse, so to speak, I mean, that's the way to go. But I mean, I definitely dig. I do studying on what that doctor does. So uh, I be- basically become that character. You know, uh, a lot of people call it method acting, but yeah. I become that character. And my wife <laughs> gets irritated because I'm doing the character at home <laughs> or I'm doing it at work. Okay. And, you know, my guys are like, what are you doing? What are you? And I'm just like playing a role. And then I don't tell them I'm playing a role. I just do it. <laughs> So everybody's looking at me crazy, like, what is this guy? Is he all right? You know, so yeah. it helps me kind of prepare uh, to just be that guy 100% of the time, whether I'm on set or off set. So when I'm on set, I don't have to get into that character. I don't have to become that character. I'm already that character tenfold until that show is over, and then I come out, you know, so to speak. So if you mm. if that makes sense, you know what I mean? So it helps me <laughs> dramatically, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, and the reason I, I – I, I asked that this question is interesting uh, because uh, I can't recall his name, but mm-hmm. uh, a famous actor. I think he's playing a role of um, a serial killer like Jeffrey Dahmer mm-hmm. of, of that nature. And mm-hmm. he said it was so hard to get out of that role. He had to, to take like therapy. Yeah. He had to go therapy for it. You yeah. know, so I was wondering for you, yeah. like how hard yeah. is it to get out of that role when you've been just in it for like months at a time? Well, you can, you can get out of the role. Uh, it's just, it depends on what the character is. Like yeah. a serial killer, that's deep. Yeah. So that's disturbing. So that may cause some issues in your mental thought process. Mm. But uh, like a normal character, like that's not that deep and not that, you know, yeah. intricate, you, you could kind of get out of. But yeah. a serial killer, bad guys, sometimes the bad guys are, you know, are, mm. are, are hard to come off of and, and get away from too as well. So definitely. I can only imagine. Oh, yeah. it's. <laughs> I mean, but it's a fun process. And yeah. You have to love what you do. Like everybody says, oh, I have a passion or this is my passion. But is it truly your passion? You know, mm. because uh, a lot of people that say this is my passion, they get told no. They give up after the first couple no's. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, that, and that's not that's not who I am. So, yeah, for sure. OK, so you, you mentioned uh, your coworkers will get annoyed, right? Because <laughs> You're in character, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and that was yeah, one of my questions. Yeah. I was going to ask yeah. you, did you have like a nine to five, right? Oh, yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. So here's the thing, like, and people don't understand this. Uh, you know, they say, oh, I saw you on TV. What are you doing working? You know, but if you don't book a show 
like consistently, you're consistently not booking. Mm-hmm. You may book a show every three, four months, you know, depending on what's going on. You may book a show uh, once every other month, mm-hmm. but it's not consistent enough. Mm-hmm. And that's why they call it starving actors. And, and so uh, what I did to supplement that is work a nine to five and you have to pay the bills. Right. Right. But I also, uh, you know, me and my business partner, I'm LEJ entertainment and he's low key productions. Uh, so like I said, we also create, we don't wait. So we put out our own projects. We put out our own uh, stuff. We hire our own actors, actresses, and we write our own scripts. And wow. so we put stuff out on YouTube, nice. Amazon prime, um, things of that nature. So, if we do have a downtime to where I'm not booking anything and he's not working on any production projects, we put something together ourselves. We put it out and we, uh, we just shoot it over the weekend and we get it done. Yeah. We do a lot of short films. We do a lot of, uh, if you go, uh, to YouTube, you can check out, uh, you know, Will Adams, look up Will Adams. You'll see all of the short films, uh, you know, low key productions, uh, LEJ entertainment, you know? So, I mean, all that, uh, we, we just work well together and it works. You know what I mean? So uh, definitely check out some of the short films on YouTube. Yeah, yeah that, that's that's key, um, what you said about, you know, I mean, the bills still have to get paid, mm-hmm. right? You know, <clears throat> sometimes people are so quick to just have that entrepreneurial title, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they quit their job prematurely oh, yeah. and then, oh, like, yeah. you're you're screwed, yeah, no, right? You're right. No, you're right. <laughs> you know, that, that that just keeps piling up. You know, you can chase your dreams, but yeah. you can still have a nine to five. And, and that's what I try to explain to people, even the young kids coming up. You don't have to. They have to, it bad. Yeah. My generation has it bad. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if it was just because of COVID. When COVID hit, everybody just said, oh, I could work from home. I don't have to do nothing now. A lot but of yeah, a lot of people. So, but you still have to pay your bills. You still have to get out and, and support your family if you have a family. So, you have to pay those bills with the nine to five and you follow your dreams and passions uh, after the fact. Now, the whole thing about it is you want to give as much time into yourself as you do your nine to five. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people Key. don't do that either. So they'll work their nine to five and they're like, oh, I'm tired. You get lazy. Yeah, I don't want to do nothing tonight. Cause, you know, I know I got to write that script or I know I got to, you know, do this audition to get it turned in. And oh, but I'll wait, you know, and you procrastinate. But if you don't give 100% into you, like you do your job, you know, you're basically working for somebody else and you're making them rich. And, yeah. you know, and it's, and it's to the point to where if you have your own business and you have your own mindset and your own idea and what you want to do in life, why would you sell yourself short and, and you'll make help somebody else grow and not help yourself grow? Mm. So definitely spend, if you spend 90% of the, uh, of the time of your job, spend 150% on yourself. So, I travel a lot for my job. I'm on the road a lot, but wherever I'm at, I'll stop at five o'clock, five thirty, whatever the case may be, and I make sure that I devote three to four hours into East, at least looking at a script or 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 submit myself for or for roles and uh, you know, contacting my agent saying, Hey, what do I need to do better or what do I need to do to perfect this or or taking classes or whatever I do. You know, I wanna make sure that I invest back into myself because that's what it's about. You know, because you know, I love my job, I love the people I work with, but that's not something I want to do for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Yep. Cause I like it, but I don't love it. It's a difference. Mm-hmm. I love acting. I love building characters. I love writing scripts. I love uh, hiring people and saying, hey, I want you to play this part. I want you to do this, do that. So I love that type of thing. And I want to be able to 
do that on a uh, a bigger scale sometime in the future. Mm. That's my goal. Yeah. So I need everyone to go back and listen to that last part over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hopefully it was good. I don't know what part you're talking about. Hopefully it was good. So, so, so you no. said if you, you if you put 90% in it and yeah. that work. Yep. Put 150%. 150%. In yourself. Not 100. 150% into yourself. Because here's the thing. Uh, that went over a lot of people's heads. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> I'm sure. And when I'm with my wife, we're, we'll be out and about. And I'll be like, hey, check me out. I'm Lawrence C. Johnson Jr. I'm an actor. I'm on Chicago Fire. I want you to check this out. And she'll just go, oh. you know, she'll make a face because <laughs> she gets tired of me promote myself. But I was, I was always told closed mouths don't get fed. Nope. So if no. I don't promote myself, who will? You know what I mean? Because nobody's going to go out and say, oh, that's Lawrence C. Johnson Jr. I saw him. You might have a couple people that do that for you. But yeah, yeah if I, like I told Tom, you know, I said, hey, man, look. This is my, you know, app. Support me. You know, follow me on this. Follow me on that. Mm. And that's it. I mean, how hard is it to do that? It takes two minutes to do. Yeah. You know, and especially if you're having a conversation with somebody and you're getting to know them. And, yeah, oh, Yo, you're an actor. Yeah, here's my stuff. Follow me. Support me. Mm-hmm. That's it. You don't have to sell me money. You don't have to cash at me anything. But just support. Watch watch my projects. You know, uh, say something good or bad about it. Because, Here's the thing. I don't want to, I don't want a yes man in my camp. I want somebody that's going to mm. tell me, ah, oh, Lawrence, I liked it, but you need to do this better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't want people that are just going to say yes because you're Lawrence or yes because you're Brianna. You know what I mean? You want somebody that's going to be like, ah, some constructive criticism and you got to be able to take that because yeah. that's how you're going to get better. How are you going to get better if you can't take criticism? So that's where I look at it. And I want to make sure that people give me that constructive criticism that I need to take it to that next level, mm. for sure. This past year, I cut off a lot of uh, yes men in my life. Yeah, yeah. A lot. I was cleaning house this past year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I was cleaned house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so can you talk about uh, some of the roles you've been in? You know, because <sighs> I saw uh, Chicago, Chicago Fire. Yeah, that that seems great. Uh, I saw like a commercial for Kettering Health. Right. Yeah, yeah definitely. So. Uh, you know, we go back to the auditioning thing. So mm-hmm. uh, I did a self-tape uh, for Chicago Fire, and that's how they do it now most of the time. So I turned it into my agent. She turned it in. Mm. Uh, I didn't hear anything for a long time. So I'm just assuming as normal, hey, I didn't get the part. Uh, so I'm driving on the highway, and I get this text. Oh, you got booked. Blah, 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 blah. What? Wow. So I had to pull over and immediately say, thank you, God. You know, because here's the thing. I put God first in everything I do, and I'm not ashamed to say mm. it. You know, if people don't want to talk to me after that, I'm good with that. But I put God first in everything I do. Uh, it's all him. It's not me. You know, I, I just look at it like this. I'm just a vessel, and he's using me. So, mm. uh, and most people stop talking to you when you say that. But it's like, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be where I'm at. You know, I'm talented. I have talent. But he amplifies that talent for me. He puts people in my life, such as yourself, to say, hey, come on my show, talk about this, you know, and it's more exposure. So uh, my thing is I never belittle, you know, what he has done for me. You know what I mean? 100%. Okay, I'm good. So, uh, so preach, preach. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> I'll get on a tangent. But, uh, but the whole thing about it is when I got that part, it was just, like, so amazing. Like, uh, and it was a construction foreman. I'm in two scenes about 15 lines. 
I, I'm in the scene with uh, Taylor Kenny, uh, you know, Stella, well, you know, Severide is the name on the show. Mm. And I'm in the scene with them and I'm working with them. And that's like a dream come true. It's like, man, I'm, I can't believe I'm actually on set with these guys interacting with them on TV, you know? Mm. And, uh, you know, and so on break, you know, some of the guys, because we were there from like six in the morning to like eight at night. Oof. Yeah. So some of the cast members, uh, made a video just talking smack about me having fun. <laughs> so it's on my page. Check it out on Instagram. But, uh, it is so funny that, you know, they're normal like you're normal. I mean, they, they put your pants on like you put your pants on. They may have a little more money in the bank or whatnot, but yeah. they're, they're human beings. You know, they like to have fun. They just have a job to do like anybody else. That's just their normal job on a day-to-day basis. Uh, so I love Chicago Fire. Uh, shout out to my agent, Guild Talent, for getting me uh, the audition. Uh, April, appreciate you. You're amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, Kettering Healthcare, the commercial that mm-hmm. I did, uh, which was a national commercial too. It was it was actually my family, real family, was in the commercial with me. So wow. they were looking for you know real families because that that was around COVID. And it, like the the wing winging off of COVID, so they wanted a real family that are around each other all the time. So we all auditioned together, and so we had an improv. So we improved audition. We sent it in. We got booked, and and I get I got a chance to work with my family on set, and they got a chance to see mm. what I do on a day to day basis that they weren't aware of because they're like, oh yeah, it's a five minute shoot. I mean, a five minute uh, he's on uh, scene for five minutes. Uh, but it takes 18 hours to shoot that five minutes. <laughs> and so yeah. they didn't realize the processes and, you know, makeup, wardrobe, uh, you know, just the miking up and angles and how many times they have to shoot different ways. It was just insane. So they respected me and what I do in the craft now. So, you know, just by them working on it. That's a blessing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a blessing. Shout out to my family. Thank you for supporting me, Twinette. Tia, Ellen, <laughs> Lauren, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Thank you so much. Yeah, for sure. How about I, I see I see something else you uh, promote uh, on YouTube? I think it's like Plight of the. Yep. So it's Plight of the Independent Filmmaker. Nice. Uh, we have two seasons on YouTube. Uh, the first season uh, is a little rough because we were kind of, you know, putting everything together. Uh, Will Adams and myself putting everything together. Uh, the second season is a little smoother, mm-hmm. uh, but definitely check that out. It's uh, it's twelve episodes per season. You don't want to miss that. Plight is P L I G H T. Plight of the Independent Filmmaker, and we also are doing a movie. Plight of the Independent Filmmaker, the movie mm-hmm. that's going to be coming out in twenty twenty three later this year. So we're still filming. Uh, we're still trying to work out some locations. So we'll we'll nail that down. Uh, but that'll be uh in theaters in Chicago here. So, okay. So I'll let you know when that comes out. Oh yeah. So you come support your yeah, guy. You yeah, know what I mean? I'll definitely check in with you. <laughs> yep, man. yep. Yep. So, so, so how did you go about finding your agent? I'm not sure if I asked that yet. Uh, no, that's fine. Uh, well, you know, I looked online, obviously, uh, and then uh, everybody has like um, where they ca- they cast you on the spot, or not cast you, but uh, they oh, you audition on the spot for them. So they had an open uh. call, open casting call. Uh, so I went there, uh, and it's funny because what they did, uh, which I wasn't prepared, they give you a script while you're standing in line, and they tell wow. you to find a partner to read with that script or read the script with, and 
once you you and your partner get in front of them, you have to kind of, you know, say those lines and and be that character. Within while you're standing in line, you have to learn the lines, and it's okay to read off of it, but you know it's better if you don't. Uh-huh. You know, and uh, <laughs> so I, I learned the lines with my with my the guy I was in line with. Uh, shout out to him; he lives in Louisville, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, we learned the lines. We went in there, we set our lines. I put my script in my pocket, and I just did it. You know, and it wasn't verbatim, but it was good enough to where man, you only had five maybe five, 10 minutes to learn your lines, you had to execute. You know what I mean? So I just got the gist of the scene and said, this is what I need to do. And uh, I got signed. Mm. Yeah, with uh, with the agency. So, and definitely shout out to everybody at Guild Talent. Again, I appreciate you guys. Uh, and uh, I mean, um, I'm actually going to take some new headshots today after I leave yeah. here. So, <laughs> but uh, that's what I, that's another thing I would say. Always, you know, update your headshots. Always uh, be professional, no, no matter where you're at. You mm-hmm. know, whether you're on set, uh, whether you're on, you know, uh, whether you're doing theater, whether you know, or you're doing film behind the scenes. Always be professional because your character is what gets you into the rooms. You know, well, no, your talent gets you into the room, but your character keeps you oh, in the room. Yeah. You know what sure. I mean? So yeah. uh, you could be the most talented person in the world, but you could be just terrible to work with. You know what I mean? Mm. So you don't want that. You want somebody that's going to come in there, be professional, do their job. And it's okay to have fun and joke and, you know, relax. But when it's time to work, let's work. You know what I mean? For the most part. And and that, ironically, goes to my next question. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> um, uh-huh. What are some characteristics and, um, mm-hmm. no, just traits that you see in, like, some of the best actors? And then, like you said, you can't be terrible to work with. You can't be mm-hmm. someone who's selfish, I'm, I'm yeah. sure. You know, like, what are some traits? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say, you know, like Denzel, like I like him because he's humble, like we talked about earlier, as far as being humble. Uh, he's got zillions and millions of dollars in the bank, mm-hmm. but he'll take time out to come teach you something or he'll take time out to still take acting classes or he'll take time out to, you know, and mentor somebody. That's mm-hmm. what I look for in a person, an actor actress, whoever the case may be. Mm-hmm. I want somebody like that uh, that is at that level that's, but doesn't act like they're at that level, if that makes sense. I want somebody yeah. that will take time out to show me, hey, Lawrence, this is how you do it. You know, do it like this. Because, you know, a lot of times people really don't want to show you things in this industry. You know, sad, yeah. it, it's sad, but it's true. A lot of people don't want to take time out. Uh, like, if you... Let's say I booked Chicago Fire, okay, and I, I'm not willing to, to talk to uh, the young gentleman that wants me to help him mentor, you know, or wants me to help mentor him on his short film. So mm-hmm. what kind of person would I be to not give back? You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I just can't deal with people that think they've made it, or even if they have made it, uh, have this mentality that, I don't have to do nothing for nobody else or mm-hmm. I don't have to, you know, pass the torch along. I don't have to show them, you know, and now I understand this is a business, you know, so uh, a lot of times, you know, you, you pay for a service, mm. but a lot of times you shouldn't have to pay for a service. You just want to do it. You want to see somebody succeed. You want to see that next person take it to the next level. You want to see that next person make it, you know what I mean? And, and, and that's what it's about for me. It's, it's, 
you know, the money would be great. The money is nice. Uh, you know, uh, I love working with people, but my main objective is to make sure that I can help as many people along the way that I can. Because let's be honest, when I pass away and I leave and I'm dead and gone, I want a legacy to pass along. I don't want, oh, well, Lawrence had a bunch of money, but he was an asshole. You know, yeah. so I don't know if I can say that. No, no, he, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know yeah. what I'm saying? But he was that <laughs> but he was that guy. So I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. I want to be somebody that I helped as many people as I possibly could. I meant it. I'm genuine. And uh and I think if you ask around about me, I'm that guy that's gonna go 150% above what I'm supposed to do to make sure I help that person get to the next level as far as that goes. So, mm. yeah. That's, know, that's key. No, it is. Yeah. So I, I feel like, especially in our culture, in our culture, I sure. said this a few times, you know, oh, yeah. in episodes. Oh yeah. We get to the top. We do not want to reach our hand back down. Mm-hmm. In other cultures, they have a mm-hmm. whole assembly line. Just mm-hmm. their hands just up, just helping people. It's like, it's like a, it's like a machine. It's insane. And some people yeah. in our culture, a lot of people just want to get to the top. Yep. And then just act like the big dog, right? And look and look look yeah. down on you, you and, know. And a lot of times, you don't have to step on anybody's neck to get to that level. No, but a lot of people will step on your neck just because, and they don't have to. Yeah, and that's what I don't understand. You know what I'm talking about? So, why do I feel like I have to step on your neck to get to that next level, and I shouldn't have to? You no, know, my talent. Mm. And my faith alone will speak for itself. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and that's that's it. You know, I don't have to be this guy I'm not. I don't have to try to put on these airs and act like I'm this big shot. Try to flex. And, yeah, yeah, try to flex. Just be humble and just, you know, excuse me, do the job to the best of your ability and go from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So you mentioned Denzel earlier. I was going to ask you, oh, yeah, uh, what, yeah. what are some actors, actresses, or whatever that you, you know look up to? Oh, wow. So kind of taking some notes from. No, no. Uh <laughs> Denzel, like I said, number one. Uh Will Smith's good. Um I, I I love like people that just dig into the character and you don't know they're acting. You know what I mean? Because you yeah. got people that are act, but you know, it looks like they're acting. You yeah. know, so it's not believable. But uh, these guys actually dig into those characters and they yeah. and they make it believable. And you know, and uh training day was one. I was gonna say For training Dan- day. You want Denzel training yeah, day. I want I want Denzel <laughs> training day because that showed a side of him that, you know, we never saw before. Mm-hmm. And that's where he won the award on that one. So that showed a side of him that he mm-hmm. never that we never saw. And it was like, why does he have to play a bad guy to get some kind of justice or uh, you know, you know, and he played all these good parts. All, I mean, all of his movies he played some good roles. <laughs> But that one role just stood out because he played something he totally, you know, never played before. So, yeah. And uh, oh, there's so many. Uh, Angela Bassett. I uh, love her. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she's classic. Uh, man, and what's love got to do with it when she played, you know, with Ike and Tina Turner? And it's like, uh, she played that part. She played it for sure. Oh, uh, yeah. And, you know, <laughs> and I don't think she got enough recognition for that. And uh, it's just like there's so many – I don't. I can leave. I can name actors and actresses all day, but those are the main ones to me to stand out that have taken it to that level and still remain humble to somewhat some point. You know, mm-hmm. Will Smith maybe iffy, but <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's, uh, but he's still a good actor, and yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> he's he in does, a lot of heat right now. Yeah, he's in a lot of heat right now, but uh, still a good actor, and uh, I respect that. You know, yeah. so because they respect the craft, so I respect that. You know, and. Uh, when I started off, I thought I can just, you know, go out there and read the script, 
five minutes. Oh yeah, I got it. And just play the part. You can't do that. Yeah. You really have to study that scene. You really have to dig into it and you really have to become that character. And, and I think once I realized that, uh, that made me so much better mm. for sure. So, yeah. Were there any roles you, uh, you were hesitant to take or didn't take? Because you hear some actors say, I felt like this role was, would, would mm-hmm. put me in a negative light or like not, not even like a negative light, but like a box that I can't get out of. <laughs> right. Well, you know what? There's no roles that I haven't had to turn. I haven't had to turn down any, uh, Good. roles, uh, but funny thing, shout out to Wink, uh, Wink Productions. <laughs> I, I had to play uh, a sugar daddy, so <laughs> well, it wasn't that wasn't the role per se, but it was yeah. the gist of it. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, after I played that part, you know, after the show, a couple people come up to me and just me, me mugging me and looking me up and down like, mm. <laughs> but that goes to show you that you took that character, you embodied it and you played it. And, and, that, and that was great. So that's what I, that's what I, I love to do. So, and you know, and when you get people that don't want to talk to you after playing a bad guy, you did your job. So, oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So that you did your job. So that's what I want. Yeah, for sure. But I, I you know, I don't think I would, I would turn down any roles. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I would. I mean, I would definitely, Unless it was too crazy, but still, I mean, as an actor, you're acting. So that's what it is. So, yeah. Yeah. So you can't really say, oh, I wouldn't do that. You know, well, why? Because you're acting. You know, it's not like it's real, but people just have that bad opinion of you, uh, like, you know, because you played that part, like a Jeffrey Dahmer role. Yeah. You know, you may have played the part well, too well. So now when people see you in person, in real life, oh, you're that pedophile, or you're a typecast, you know, or yeah. you're this guy, or you're this, you know, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only thing I would worry about, but you're acting, you're doing the job, so it's you can't really say, oh, I wouldn't do that, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I forgot his name, but the guy who played Jeffrey Dahmer, I can't unsee it. Now I'm like, uh, yeah, you know what I mean? You so. were cooking hearts in the skillet, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm talking about. You, you cannot see that. It's in your head. And even me, I that know mean they did they did their job though. Yeah, and I know you he's know? acting, but at the same time, you know, when I see him on something else, I'll, I, I, you know, he could be playing a, a wholesome good guy, and I still think of him as Jeffrey Dahmer. You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah, it's it's one of those deals. But that means you did your job, you did it well. So that's all you can do. You know, just roll with the punches. So yeah, definitely. So do uh, does your agent uh, handle mainly you, uh, finding you opportunities, or do have you gotten some through? You know. Yeah, Network, so you know. uh, there's a couple of websites you can utilize, uh, you know, uh, that I can submit myself for, you know, projects. Nice. Uh, but the bigger projects, that's where your agent will submit you for, like the TV, uh, commercials, uh, movies, uh, film, anything along those lines, theater even. Uh, they'll submit you for those, some of those bigger roles. But you can go online and submit yourself as well. So okay. there's uh, Actors Access and there's Casting Networks uh, that you can sign up for. Uh, and they have all these opportunities where, you know, you just fill out, you put your resume on there, you put your background, what, you, what you've done, your experience, and you just submit, put your headshots on there. You just submit yourself if you like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but your agent uh, definitely uh, submits you for the bigger stuff for the most part. Okay. Mm-hmm. You said actors. Yeah, actors access. So okay, actors access. And then uh, casting, uh, casting network. Casting network. Those are the main two that I use. There's others out there that you can utilize, but those are the two main ones that I use. Yeah, for sure. 
Okay, that's mm-hmm. that's 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 good information. Oh yeah, definitely no for sure. So, do you ever think you were like unfairly passed over a role? <laughs> that's a loaded. That's a loaded question, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, you, you hear some, but that's like Hollywood, right? Well, you hear some actors say, "Yeah, I feel like you know I was passed over because of whatever." Yeah, you this know person what? didn't like me from the uh, from the last scene I played. You know, whatever. Yeah, I know. Just you know what? I haven't had that uh, happen. Good. <laughs> I don't think that you know. If you get passed over in a role, that means you just weren't a, weren't right a good get fit for that role, or you weren't the right person for that role, mm-hmm. uh, or like as we talked about earlier, there may be other kind of variables behind the scenes that we don't know about. Exactly. So you can't take it personal. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like if I kill an audition and I'm saying, "Man, I did a, a great on the audition," you show it to people, "Oh yeah, you did great, man." Mm-hmm. You know, uh, not the yes man. I'm talking about the real people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll tell you the truth. <laughs> but uh, if you show it to them and they say, "Yeah, you did great," but I mean, it's one of those things where you can't take it personal because, yeah. I mean, you can be passed over a hundred times, but that one yes, like we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. means everything. So I don't, I, I take it with a grain of salt. I used to take it personal when I first started because I didn't know the business and I thought, well, hey, uh, why didn't I get that part? Or mm-hmm. And then you see who gets the part when you see it on TV and you're like, wait a minute, you know? So, but like I said, you don't know all the variables that went into that decision. So you yeah. can't judge it based off of, Oh, he's a, a bad actor, a good actor. You have to judge it off what they're looking for yeah. or the matchup or what they want. You know? So I don't take it personal anymore. Okay. Yeah. It, now the, it was to a point where I auditioned for a show a few times and I didn't watch the show cause I didn't want to see who got the part. <laughs> That's when I started. You're, you're a little salty yeah, at I was, first. I was, yeah, I was a little salty at first, but, uh, you know, and my wife got on me and says, Oh no, we need to watch the show. And I, so we started watching and I liked it. So, uh, <laughs> I just, funny. you can't be that guy, you know, mm-hmm. or, or that girl to be like, because I didn't book the role. I can't support somebody else who did book it. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Or you're looking for reasons as to why you were passed over. Yeah, it'll, it's like, it'll, you know, it'll drive you crazy. Yeah. It really will. And you'll be up at night thinking, why didn't I get this part? <laughs> I did everything I was supposed to do, and it'll just drive you nuts. Yeah, for sure. I, I think mm-hmm. the point is just to just keep getting better, right? Until until you get to a point yeah. where you just become undeniable. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. You become really good. Become yeah. like a Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I just, it's just to the point to where I think if you just, Take your craft seriously, yes. seriously, and uh, and you just focus and you do what you're supposed to do. Everything else will fall in line. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, you can only get better if you keep practicing. I mean, uh, I remember when I first started, uh, I showed my dad something. Uh, one of my first film projects, I showed him. He was like, ah, "He's a." I saw it, but you know, I don't. You, you really weren't that great. He told me you really weren't that great. He told me that, and I was like, "Thanks, Dad." Right. <laughs> so, but now he looks at my stuff and he's like, "I see where you progressed." Mm. So everybody has to start somewhere. Let's be honest, and you have to progress. So I'm learning every day. I'm not by any means perfect, and I don't claim to be. But I'm humble. I'm hungry. I want to work, and I, I want to learn as much as possible from people that have been in the industry for quite some time and uh, as well as, you know, taking classes as well as just growing as a person and as, as an actor. So I think uh, you have to take into consideration that you're a person, you're a human being first. So you have to grow within yourself before you can, you know, grow as an actor or grow or anything that you do. Mm-hmm. Like even with your podcast, you have to grow within yourself and know what you want out of life and know what you want to do out of life 
before you can take it to the next level and do what you're doing now. So now I'm sure you're at that step mm-hmm. right now where you're growing still. Can we do like another episode with, with, with just you preaching? <laughs> just just, hey, just forget I, all good. acting stuff. Hey, <laughs> just you know preaching. What? It's, here's the thing. It's like. You just feeding my soul right now. I'm, I'm just, just like, saying, man. But here's, <laughs> you have to be genuine. And uh, yeah. And my thing is when you see somebody that's working hard, you see somebody mm-hmm. that's, that's trying to build something, why do you want to tear them down? You know, mm-hmm. you know, build them up as much as possible. Because for me, you know, I'm my own advocate for myself. Like mm-hmm. I told you earlier, you know, I'll be in the Walmart. And I'll be, hey, I'm Lawrence e. Johnson Jr. Hey, I'm this. Yeah. Wherever I'm at, I'm going to preach about myself. I'm going to talk about myself because you're supposed to do. As you used to be talking about yourself, you should be posting every five minutes. Not every five minutes, but I mean, you should be posting <laughs> a lot. And you yeah. should be promoting yourself and saying, hey, this is my show. I want you guys to come on. Check it out. Support me. <clears throat> and what can they say? No, I'm not going to support you. But at least, nah, at least you're putting nah. it out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't uh, down yourself or belittle yourself and think, oh, well, it's only a small podcast or, oh, I'm only a, a little actor. I haven't done too much. There's no small parts uh, in life. You know what I mean? There's no small parts in life. And you just have to run with it and, and just believe in yourself and never give up on your dreams. I, I, I tell you that. I'll tell you that all the time. Every time I see you. Don't give up, girl. Don't don't <laughs> give up on your dreams because here's the thing. When you do quit, you're always going to be in the back of your mind. Hey, man, I wonder what if. Yeah. What if? I probably could have did that, but I'll never know because I stopped. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they, I have a lot of friends, uh, just real friends, that not actors, none, none, but that supported me in the beginning like 100%, you know, when I was start, first starting out because – I was just starting out. Mm-hmm. But once I actually accomplished something, it started dwindling off, dwindling off. Accomplished something else bigger. Started falling off, falling off, falling off. Because here's the thing. People don't want to support you. They only support you if they think you're not going to make it. When you're working towards something. When you're working towards something. Yeah. When they think, oh, yeah, he's just doing that little acting or he's just doing – or she's got the little podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they, they want to just do that, but they don't want to support you when you finally do make it, you know what I mean? So, and I'm not saying I made it, but once I started booking commercials and once I did a TV show and I started doing some theater or some other stuff, people was like, Oh, he was serious about this. Mm. So yeah, I got, I need to pull back and you see it because the posts don't get shared as much. You know, people don't talk about you as much, you know, and, yeah. and, and which I'm good with that. I can because, relate. <laughs> yeah, you can relate. But my, I'm good with that because I know who I am. I know whose I am, which is God's. Mm-hmm. And God's not going to let me feel. He's not going to give me anything more than I can bear. You know what I mean? So I look at it like this. So even if I do get those thousand no's like we talked about earlier, and I get that one yes, that, that's, that's all I need. It means everything to me. So yeah. definitely. I guess having those people in your life, well, you know, a part of your life, I guess, whatever, are is better than having the people who want to support you more and more. The more yeah. you make it, like those those leeches, because I've had some of them. I'm like, really, yeah. you know, like they yeah. wasn't really for you, and you figured it out eventually. But you just know mm. that they they want to attach themselves to you, yeah, you yeah. know, because yeah. they feel like you're gonna make it, and they feel like you're gonna be something. They oh, just yeah. want to attach themselves. Those oh, are yeah. the worst. So I read it like you said, mm-hmm. like stop yeah. supporting me. The more the, the higher I, 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 I reach, yeah. Beginning, so I no. can know who you are. No, that's that's, that's so true. And uh, you know, and I'll say you always. You, it's like being a politician. You have to 
you know, play this game, so to speak. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, you have to talk to them, but you know, to a certain point. You know what I mean? So you don't have to give it your all, but you have to say, oh, okay, well, yeah, thanks for your support, knowing they don't really like you or knowing <laughs> they don't really support you, yeah. but they see you out. Oh, I, I knew you could do it. Oh, you you were the guy. You're the man. Oh, way to go, Lawrence. And then you you know, you know look, you post something, and they don't even like it. <laughs> or you, But I saw your post, but they don't, they don't like it. You know, so if you saw my post, why didn't you like it? Costs it costs nothing to share. Or it costs hit nothing like. to share or hit <laughs> like. And I, I tell people, I'm not asking for money. I'm just asking for support. That's yeah. all I'm asking for. So, well, girl, we could talk all night. You know, I'm good. <laughs> let's, let's get it. <laughs> let's get it, man. I like this. This is all right. I think it's a oh, coffee. <laughs> so, so have you? So you've never been someone who's who's like camera shy or anything. Oh no, no, okay. no, no! no. <laughs> because so, you hear some actors say that, like, yeah, I used to hate the camera. Now, I'm sorry. Oh, no, no. that's hard. You go yeah. from an introvert to someone who's yeah, yeah. Uh, my thing is when, like I told you earlier, when I was younger, I, <laughs> I was I had a little six pack. I was in shape, and it was high school. Obviously, but I was doing some mile, and I was feeling myself. You can't tell me nothing, man. <laughs> about a buck oh five, man, pure muscle, man. But uh, no, I just I knew I wanted to be entertained. I knew I wanted to do something, and. Uh, it's just funny. I just always like to be in front of the camera. I always like to be in front of people. So that was never the deal for me. You know, I, I wanted to be in front of the camera. I just didn't know what, what capacity. Mm. So once I learned my niche and learned that, hey, this works for me, this is what I want to do. So I'm going to go ahead and keep doing this. And so practice, 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 get in front of the camera, to some camera training, uh, to some magic classes. I, I can't stress this enough. Focus on your craft and you'll get better and better, better as you go. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. But no, I've never been camera shy. Matter of <laughs> fact, where the camera's at? Let me, let me talk to him. <laughs> there you go, baby. How you doing? <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. For sure. For yeah. sure. So so what are some, some of the um, projects you have coming up? Okay. Uh, I, I've got uh, two plays coming up. Uh, so shout out to Wink. Uh, Wink at Wink Productions. Uh, it's a play called Misleading. That's going to be January. No, excuse me. July. 15th. Okay. Uh, that role is going to be pretty, pretty deep. <laughs> I mm. won't talk about it, but yeah, check that out. July 15th. Uh, you go to my page, follow me at Lawrence E. Johnson Jr. or official Lawrence Johnson Jr. on Instagram. Uh, I've got uh, a play that I'm doing with Cassandra Bell, uh, and that's called A Fishtail. Uh, that's March 18th and 19th. So shout out to Cassandra for uh, giving me an opportunity as well. Uh, also, like we talked about earlier, I had the plight of the independent filmmaker, the movie coming out. Or we're still filming that uh, with myself and Will Adams. That'll be out later this year, 2023. Um, I'm working on, I worked on a movie called Ruth, the book of Ruth mm. with Al Ballard, BCS studios. Uh, that'll be out later this year. It's finished. Uh, so that'll be out later this year. Shout out to Al. And, uh, I don't want to forget anybody, but. I'm working on a lot of stuff and, uh, mm. you know, and it's just like they said, don't you get tired? And I'm like, no, I don't get tired, you know, because <laughs> this is what I want to do. Yeah. Like people make time for what they want, you know what I mean? Yeah. For the most part. So uh, if you make time for what you want, that's it. You know what I mean? So I can be tired after being on the road all day, excuse me, driving all day and dealing with people. But when I get home, I know I have to invest in myself, like we talked about earlier. Yeah. I have to invest in myself and pour back into myself uh, and make sure that 
I invest and grow as an actor, as a person, as whatever. You know what I mean? So, uh, oh, I also have uh, Friend Zone that's going to be in, uh, coming out too as well. So uh, with Al Ballard's uh, BCS Studios too as well. So nice. um, there's a lot of projects that uh, I'm working on. Oh, yeah, The Caretaker, the short film I'm doing with uh, the, the young man that I'm mentoring. Shout out to Chris. Uh, Shalanda, that's his mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but definitely wanted to, uh, you know, make sure I help him uh, become who he wants to be because he's hungry and he's eager to work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and uh, and I look at it like this: if I don't show him, who will? Who will? Especially sure. if he reached out to me and said, "Hey, man, can you show me uh, this? Can you show me that? What do you think of my script?" Mm-hmm. So we met up, we went over the script, we broke it down. This is what we need to change. This is what we need to do. Uh, you know, we'll get a shooter. We'll, we'll get the the actors and actresses hired, and we'll make it work. You know, so we'll, we'll take care of him in that way too. But uh, no, definitely, uh, I'm just grinding, and um, I'm sure I'm leaving somebody out. I'm no, I am, but just a lot. <laughs> yes, it's a lot going on. But I definitely appreciate all the love and support that everybody's given me. I appreciate everything that everybody's done for me. It means so much it's from the bottom of my heart. Like I said, I'm a humble guy. I don't I don't talk about what I do for people because I want it to come back to me. I, mm-hmm. I want to be blessed for that. And uh, but, yeah, you know, it's about helping people and helping people grow. That's what it comes that, down that to. That was one of the reasons I asked mm-hmm. you if you had nine to five earlier, because because you, yeah. you, you do so much. Yeah. You know, yeah. nine to five, yeah. you're like you have a million films coming yeah. out. It's like, geez. Well, you know, but that, it comes from that internal motivation. Mm-hmm. And some people are always looking for constant motivation. It, yeah. it, it, it's going to be days you don't feel like doing it, but you have to. Yeah. That's that internal fire that you have to develop, you yeah. know, if you want to make it, you want to grow in life. And I, I tell you what, Bree, I see that in you. I mean, just looking at you, listening to you, I see that uh, you're humble, but I see that that hunger hunger in your heart that you want to succeed, you want to grow, you want to build. And whatever I can do to help you out, you let me know. Whatever I can do to support you. Uh, if you need me to bring people on your show or have people come to your show and be on your podcast, let me know. I know quite a few people would love to be on your show and and, yeah. and, and talk to you and, and just, you know, uh, back and forth with you. So that, that would be an opportunity that I would be more than happy to help you with. So I appreciate sure. that. No, no problem. For no sure. problem. Definitely. And really quick, mm-hmm. uh, how are the financials of, uh, of, of, you know, developing these projects? Like how, okay. how pricey is it right to develop like a short film? Well, uh, you know, it depends. Okay. You know, because we have our own equipment, so we don't have to worry about, uh, you know, renting equipment or, or uh, hiring anybody to shoot for us. Cause he's a shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we write our own scripts, so we don't have to hire anybody to do that. Mm. The only thing we would have to do is uh, probably pay for the location or or more or less uh, pay the actors and actresses. And which with us, uh, you know, it's okay for you to not pay some actors and actresses if you just don't have it. But with us, mm-hmm. our mindset is we want to pay them regardless because mm-hmm. everybody's working. Everybody's trying to make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether we pay them a hundred, whether we pay them five hundred dollars per episode, we want to make sure we pay them mm. because uh, it's business, you know. Because not everybody's going to want to work for free for you, you know what I mean? Especially with us, we're starting out, uh, you know, and we're we're writing films, we're shooting films, but when you hire actors and actresses, you know, they want to be compensated as well, yeah. You know, so you want to make sure you take care of them. 
uh, and be professional. I can't stress this enough. Be professional. Like <laughs> uh, if you're on, if we're on set, we're on set before anybody even gets there. You know, we show up, we do our jobs, we make sure the equipment's there, we make sure that everything's set up. So when the actors and actresses show up, all they got to do is do their part. Okay. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. what it's about. Be professional and you'll remember, uh, you'll be remembered for being professional and, and not just somebody that just comes in screaming and, and, uh, and just not on point where they need to be, you know, as far as that goes. So if that makes sense, I don't know if I explained that correctly, but you always want to treat people the way you want to be treated, you know? And uh, people will remember you for that, and they'll want to work with you. And then next time, you may not have the budget. You say, hey, can you do this? And they'll say, yeah, yeah, I got you, Lawrence. Don't worry about it. You know, yeah. so, and that's happened a few times, too. But we try to, you know, try to pay everybody as much as we can. We try to, you know, have a, a budget in line for locations and stuff like that ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So it works out, you know. So we've been truly blessed, and, you know, I thank God for it, man, because, like I said, it's not me. You know, I'm not scared to say it. It's not me For at sure. all. And, uh, you know, hanging around Tom. Tom's a good guy, so I like him now. So we, oh, yeah. he's cool people now. Shout so, out to Tom yeah, behind shout the out scenes. Yeah, to Tom behind the scenes. So, <laughs> recording everything. Yeah, you recording everything. But, uh, <laughs> no, and definitely appreciate you for having me out. Uh, it's been a pleasure. And, uh, you know, I, I wish it didn't have to end, man. I, oh, you got more questions. You talk to me. I mean, you know, <laughs> my goodness, I'm loving it. But, uh, no, definitely appreciate it. And uh, is this live now or is it uh, – gonna be here I'm not <laughs> sure. this recording oh this oh okay yeah it's perfect so yeah definitely make sure you support Bree and everything she does she's amazing her podcast is, is ridiculous I love it and uh I'll be back if she has me yeah. oh yeah you already oh, sure. know definitely, definitely. Uh, so what so where can people find you uh so uh you can find me on Facebook at Lawrence E Johnson Jr uh Instagram at official Lawrence Johnson Jr and uh that's a shame. I don't know my TikTok off the top of my head. <laughs> but those are the main two. But uh, no, definitely, uh, it's got, I got a picture of my mom on my Facebook page. So click on that, Lawrence E. Johnson Jr. And then the official Lawrence Johnson Jr. Um, for Instagram. So those are the main two. So definitely support me on those guys. And I would definitely appreciate your, all the love and support. Definitely, for sure. All right. Well, that wraps up this interview. Thank <sighs> you. For coming, oh, uh, <laughs> and you, and you know we will be doing some uh, Instagram lives, okay, uh, with guests who have come on the show and new guests, gotcha. you know, just to provide additional value and sure. like Q and A's for people okay. watching who may uh, have questions. So Perfect. this is our uh, interview style shows. Uh, we are rolling out a, a new uh, format. Which is real talk It's just me get, Dropping knowledge Like Lawrence was dropping A lot of today <laughs> Stuff you gotta hear That's coming yeah. out uh, yeah. Next Thursday Is gonna be the first episode Okay uh, For real talk And But this is our Interview style show Gotcha uh, So be on the lookout For that people But that wraps it up Thank you I Appreciate it Much love Bree <laughs>